Hey, what's up, fools? This is your host, Lauren Leslie, with the Design Tribe Podcast, based out of beautiful Atlanta. This is the podcast version of my webinar live stream series you'll find on my website at laurenlesley.com. Leslie is spelled with an E-Y. We'll be discussing all things related to the design side of your online business and interviewing creative entrepreneurs. If you'd like to join my webinar series, you will be able to follow along with awesome slides that I made super pretty, and you'll get to interact with me on live video. I'll also be live streaming to YouTube and in the Design Tribe Facebook group if you'd rather tune in there. To sign up for the live webinars, go to laurenlesley.com slash webinar dash series. Or if you'd like to join our Facebook community, check out facebook.com slash groups slash design tribe Lauren Leslie. Thanks for connecting with the Design Tribe. Let's start the conversation. Hey, what's up, fools? This is Lauren with Lauren Leslie Studio, and today we're going to be talking about why every designer needs an email list. Now, you may be thinking, what is an email list, and why the heck does it matter? And if you're wondering that, you are in the right place. Uh, today, we're going to go over why you need an email list in the first place, why an email list is different from social media, how to choose a provider, and how to get subscribers on your list and how to craft your newsletter. So the problem with social media, okay, so although social media is very important to growing your business online, you don't own it. So a few years ago, every business was trying to get as many people as possible to like their Facebook page because then they would show up naturally in their, um, Facebook newsfeed. Well, Facebook decided to change their algorithm because they own Facebook, you don't, and now business pages are basically dead. Um, so businesses spent all this energy, all this money, marketing, um, and everything trying to get people to like their Facebook page, and then in the end, it didn't really make a whole lot of sense. It was totally useless um, because they didn't actually own all of these likes. I mean, Facebook was, could just change it at any minute. Um, another reason why social media is a little bit harder than email is because it's difficult to contact your tribe directly. If you're putting a ton of energy and a ton of money into social media, uh, especially a platform like Facebook or Instagram, you just kind of have to cross your fingers and say a little prayer and like hope people see, um, see your stuff in their feed. Like what if they're not you know, on their feed that day, or they're, you're posting at the wrong time, or you're posting at a time where there's too much competition. Um, so it's difficult to contact your customers or get your leads directly. Email lists, on the other hand, bum, 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 <laughs> allow you to contact your customers and leads directly. Inbox. So it's intimate. Um, you're contacting them directly on social you're posting for the whole wide world. So that means something to your potential leads or customers. Um, a thoughtful email is a lot, it's just, it's more intimate. It's like chatting with a good friend and it's intentional. You know that someone sat down and crafted this email very intentionally where sometimes social just kind of looks like, oh, here's a pretty picture, hope you like it, you know, cool. Um, also, email subscribers are way more likely to become customers. 
and existing customers are more likely to become repeat customers. Can I get a hell yeah? Also with email lists, conversion rates are high. According to Optin Monster's article on May 29th, 2018, so this is very recently, guys, there are 2.6 billion, billion with a B, email users versus 1.7 billion Facebook users. So email is pretty much like double um, the amount of Facebook users. So you just have a bigger audience to work with in the first place. Not everyone is on Facebook. My cousin who's in his 20s is not on Facebook. My fiance who's, you know, 35 has a Facebook account, but he literally never, ever, ever, ever logs in unless I tell him, hey, like, you need to go contact this person or there's an event we're going to you need to respond to. Some people just aren't that active on Facebook, but everyone is on email. For 58% of people, email is their first check of the day. So they may wake up and grab their phone and immediately, what do they do? Look at their email. Or maybe they have breakfast, have their coffee, drive to work, and then what do they do? They look at their email, first thing. Um, and only, I mean, that's versus only 11% of people who look at Facebook first part of the day. Um, and you also have to take into account different age groups, like what's your target audience, this and that. Um, someone checking Facebook first thing in the day, they may be out on school break or um, may not have, you know, a huge to-do list that day. Uh, so that kind of factors into also who you're trying to target. Okay, so 77% of people find promotional material acceptable in email. What? What? That means, hey, like if you're sending a promotion, people aren't going to be offended if you send them an email about it. They're like, yeah, that's cool. That's what email is for. This is where I want to look up sales and coupons and deals. Like, I don't want to see it on my social media feed. Um, only 4% of people find it acceptable to see promotional material on Facebook. That's supposed to be this intimate time for their friends and family. That's what Facebook was originally. It was supposed to be, you know, connecting with first your college friends, um, and then it kind of extended and it's more of your, you know, family now and whatever. But that's supposed to be social. It's not supposed to be where you're shopping. Like you don't want to get on Facebook to shop. Um, you want to get on Facebook to see who had a cute new baby or, um, you know, who went to the beach last weekend. Um, so emails deliver an excellent ROI, which is return on investment for those of you who might not know, um, which is 21% of the time versus uh, Facebook and Twitter ads are about 15% ROI. So get this, guys. 66% of consumers have made a purchase because of a promo email. How cool is that? 66%. I think that's pretty good. Uh, versus only 20% have made a purchase based on a Facebook promotion. So that kind of shows you, hey, like people are kind of turned off by seeing you know, promotions and ads on their Facebook newsfeed. They're kind of like, ugh, gross. Like, I don't want to see that here. Um, but, you know, in their email, it's totally acceptable. Email reaches 79% of the people you send it to. Um, and this is the average global inbox placement rate, just FYI. Facebook's organic reach 
get this guys, this is crazy. It's declined to about one to 6%. One to 6%. How crazy is that? What is Mark Zuckerberg doing? I mean, really? Really? So you put all this effort and energy into, you know, posting something on Facebook or Instagram and Facebook's organic reach. Like they're literally, they're trying to force people to buy ads so that your stuff even gets seen, which is crazy. Like they should not, I mean, in my opinion, this is my opinion, but I don't think they, I understand they have to get paid. Okay. Like, yes, everyone has to get paid. Totally get that. But it's just not fair. <laughs> it's just not fair to you know, basically fuck with the algorithm that much to try to force people into paying for ads just to be seen on Facebook. Like, hey, Facebook, guess what? You're not that important. Email has way better um, uh, statistics than and reach and effectiveness than you do. And so you're only hurting yourself. You're only hurting yourself, Facebook, by declining the organic reach. You know, maybe you could say, oh, ads have a boost that organic reach doesn't, but don't fuck with it and make it, you know, totally obsolete. That's just not cool. Like, no one's going to be on a platform if they can't, um, you know, share the cool things that they're doing. Um, yeah, so that means if you're posting, blah, 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 can't talk. That means if you're posting on Facebook, only 1% to 6% of your Facebook fans will actually see your posts, which really totally blows so the bottom line is email has far greater reach than social media, if you couldn't figure that out already. <laughs> so you're probably thinking, how do I get started? Well, I'm glad you asked. I'm here to tell you. So the first thing you want to do is choose an email service provider. And I'm going to recommend three different um, options for you guys. So. The first one is ConvertKit. Now, I can't personally recommend ConvertKit because I've never used it, but I hear people rave about it all the time, so it may be one that you want to look into. Some of the pros are that it allows you to tag customers so that you can target them more effectively, and bloggers love it. Um, it's really helpful for small businesses and um, and sending like uh, content upgrades for your blog posts. It's easy to send those downloads and that kind of thing. Uh, some of the cons are it's $29 a month for the bottom tier guys. So they have zero freemium option. There's no free option for if you're just starting out. And it's not the most user friendly in the beginning. Um, I've heard people complain that, you know, um, they had a little bit of a hard time figuring out at first. It's not as intuitive starting out. Uh, the next email service provider that you could work with is MailChimp. Now, some of the pros of MailChimp is it's free for your first 2,000 subscribers. That's pretty cool. I mean, I, you got to give MailChimp credit for this. Um, it's only $10 a month after that, and then the tiers kind of increase from there. And one of the reasons I like MailChimp is because it easily integrates with Squarespace. So I use Squarespace for my, um, my website, and so MailChimp really easily integrates with them, so it's just like smooth sailing um, to collect emails from using MailChimp. Um, and one little other pro is it's in Atlanta, guys. So like, come on, we have to support them a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, so some of the cons, I will be honest about the cons. 
Uh, it's there's no tagging. They have like groups and segmentation, but honestly, like it's it's very hard to for me at least to figure out. I don't find that very user friendly or uh, easy to manage. And I've heard I've heard other bloggers complain um, and really not recommend Mailchimp because once they have a really large list, uh, the functionality is not great. So that's something to also think about. They're like, hey, if I could have started with ConvertKit and I would have saved myself this huge headache once my list kind of exploded because um, then they had to go back and kind of fix everything and like redo a lot of their sequences and whatnot. So that is just word on the street. Uh, and then the other mail, uh, mail service provider that I do very much recommend and I have used them is MailerLite. Um, they are also free for your first 1,000 subscribers. So it's not as many as MailChimp, but it's still great. Like your first 1,000 subscribers, totally free. Um, and then after that, it's only $10 a month um, as you incrementally increase tiers. So like for the first 1,001 to 2,500 subscribers, it's only an extra, it's only $10. And then the next tier is only $20, etc. Um, so just as your subscribers increase, your fees increase. Um, the really awesome thing about MailerLite as well is that you can tag your lists to send more targeted emails. So let's say, for example, um, as a designer, I, I work with a lot of real estate agents, and I also work with bloggers. I work with, um, I've worked with like financial advisors, etc. So I might not want to send the same emails to my real estate agent customers as I do to my bloggers, because they might have totally different needs, and I might even be telling them about a product, like I came out with this really awesome product, um, called the Real Estate Portrait Creator, and it basically allows you to pick and choose some pre-made options, literally over 70 faces, and I'm adding more guys, like it's, this is like a mega pack, uh, awesome, uh, 14 different houses and scenery, um, there's male realtors, there's female realtors, on and on and on, different outfits, um, and anyway, I would want to let my real estate customers know about that. But if I send an email to my entire list, then my, you know, blogger customers are going to be like, I'm not a real estate agent. Why is she sending me this? Like, this is annoying. So like tagging your list is, is important. So that's the really awesome thing about MailerLite. I love them and I do use them, um, in conjunction with MailChimp. The only con I can see so far is that it doesn't directly integrate with Squarespace, which is the website I use, um, website hosting I use. And I think you can get around this with um, doing a Zapier, uh, like doing a Zap. Um, and it can, Zapier basically connects different apps together. Um, and I tried to do that with MailerLite and I wasn't successful and I just kind of gave up because I didn't have time to spend hours trying to get it to work. So anyway, I'm still using MailChimp and as I'm, uh, I'm just, in order to basically uh, remember what customers are who uh, signing up for the, my email list, I'm just creating different lists in MailChimp. So I just have so many different lists in MailChimp. So eventually I can bring those over to MailerLite and just tag them. Um, and then I can target my audience really easily. Okay, so after you choose a provider, ConvertKit, MailChimp, MailerLite, it's your choice. You have to decide what's best for you. Um, 
you're going to want to create a list for your email subscribers. And you could just do like a basic one for now if you just have something very generic like a blog post that has, um, I don't know, organization tips or something that could be useful for anyone. Um, you could just make a subscribers list. Uh, we'll do for now. And then the next thing you want to do is you want to create newsletter signups all over your website. Now you want them to be strategically placed so that they're not too annoying, but at the same time, like you want it to be seen. I feel like as, as um, designers especially, but as any creative entrepreneur, we get a little bit nervous about you know, annoying people. We don't want to annoy people. But I find that there's a healthy balance between like pushing yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone and feel like you're being eh, a little bit annoying. That's probably the right amount because honestly, guys, like people just get bombarded with everything, emails, social media, whatever, every day. So if you just send or, or you know, like anyway, you get the point. <laughs> you, you do need them all over your website or nobody's going to see them and nobody's going to sign up. Um, so you're going to feel like slightly annoying probably if this is new to you, but don't worry about it. You're, you're really not. And that's, you know, that's the way people are going to sign up if they want to, if they don't, they won't. Um, so you'll kind of be able to see, um, if it's working or not. And so you may be thinking, well, okay, so I put these all over my website, but what if no one signs up? Okay. So sometimes you do have to entice people to give you their email address. Why would they just, you know, people get bombarded with email every day, so they're going to be a little bit hesitant. But what you can do, and this is a strategy that tons of people use and it's very highly effective, um, offer a crazy awesome freebie in exchange for their email address. Now, sometimes this feels like you're working for free, but if you can see the long-term picture, it's really totally worth it because you need leads coming into your business every single day. So you need to offer a really crazy awesome freebie, something that would probably you would normally charge for, but you just do the work once and people get to download it. It needs to be something downloadable. You don't want to send like a hat because then you have to like <laughs> pay for shipping every time someone gives you their email address. So you don't need to do that. You just need to spend a few hours and create a really valuable PDF checklist, um, cheat sheet. Um, as a designer, I have offered like four free real estate logos. So that's something that uh, is really great for people that are just starting out and I hope I can help them out with that. Um, and then I hope they also see like maybe once they start earning some good money, they get some commissions, then maybe they want to come back and get kind of the full branding package um, instead of just like a little house icon logo. Um, but that's a great starting point for my real estate agent customers. Okay, so you'll see here an example of my four free real estate logos. And the button says, give me four free logos. And so they have to click on it and then enter in their name and email address. Now, uh, this new law recently went into effect, uh, the GDPR, which I'm sure you got a million emails about. But you need to make sure... Every email sign-up that you have on your website is GDPR compliant. Uh, this is important. So it's not that hard. It's not that big of a deal. But what you do need is a privacy policy on your website. Um, and you can Google, you know, how to do that for your business. And just kind of like copy a template or something like that. Um, and then you need a disclaimer 
every time you ask for someone's email address. Basically, you just need transparency in telling them what you're doing. And so my disclaimer says, by signing up for this freebie offer, you agree to join our email list and receive occasional updates. We will never give your information to a third party and you can unsubscribe at any time. Please read our privacy policy here. And I have a hyperlink to my privacy policy so that everything is very clear and transparent. Um, and then if you're using MailChimp, um, especially you can do a double opt-in, which is an even kind of an extra safety check. So, you know, when people do sign up with your, to get your free, uh, your freebie, they have to double opt-in, which can sometimes be annoying because sometimes it goes to their junk folder and they don't see it and then they never get their freebie and they're kind of wondering what happened. But you can try to follow up with those people, especially in the beginning. Here is also an example of my landing page. So when you first go to my website, you'll see, um, what's up, fool? I'm Lauren Leslie, portrait illustrator and designer. And then the very next thing you see at the bottom of the landing page is grab your free surprise, and I'm asking for their first name and email address. So, you know, people might not do that right away, but um, there is a little trick in sales that says people have to see things seven times before they buy. And I would be willing to bet the same thing is true with giving you their email address. So you just want to kind of make it very easy for them to sign up for your email address and put it all over your website. Okay, so the next thing you want to do is write a freaking email. <laughs> it's going to be weird at first. It was weird for me. I didn't know what to say. I just was kind of blabbing on and then I was telling people about my new products and a few people unsubscribed, which is always disappointing, but now I feel like I'm in a much better rhythm and I'm telling people that they actually want to hear about. Um, and I feel like I've really gotten comfortable with my own voice when I'm writing emails um, instead of sounding too quote unquote professional or stoic. You know, you want to really put your personality in your emails, but the only way to get to that point is to start. So you just have to start somewhere. Don't worry about it. Don't stress about it. And don't worry if people unsubscribe because new people are going to start subscribing every day, hopefully, um, once you get that really awesome freebie up. Okay, so your subscribers obviously signed up for your email list for a reason. They love you and they want to hear from you. And you don't want them to forget about you. So, you know, if you, I mean, how many times have you gone to you know, Pinterest, and then you ended up on some blog, and it maybe was a cool recipe, or maybe it was something, and you ended up subscribing for their email list, but then you never heard from them again, and you totally forgot about them. But in contrast, maybe you did the same thing, but you hear from this person regularly, and you were like, oh yeah, like, if I need a recipe, I know I can go to this vegan blog, or whatever it is. Um, and it just like, it just makes sure that you don't forget who they are. So you don't want your customers to forget about you. You spend a lot of time on this freebie. Make sure that you are emailing them at least like once a month, I would say. Like people say once a week, but at least once a month. I would email them when they first get their freebie. You want to send them, I would say, three to four emails. And you can space it out if you, you know, are scared about being annoying. You, you could send the first email and then two to three days later set up a sequence where another email sends to them and then two to three days later another email sends to them and then you can kind of cool it and maybe email them once every week, two weeks, three weeks, or once a month. Um, but definitely keep emailing them because they're going to forget who you are if you don't and then you just wasted all this time and you know your potential lead 
is kind of gone. So you definitely want to do that. Um, now, rules and next steps. I mean, this is pretty obvious, guys, but just don't spam people. I mean, obviously, that's probably the opposite of what you're thinking. You're probably scared to send an email in the first place because you don't want to seem spammy. But for those of you who are a little bit uh, more ambitious, just, you know, don't spam the hell out of people. Like, people hate that. They're going to unsubscribe. Just bring value and be yourself, and people will like getting your emails. It'll be fun. Uh, it'll be something they can kind of check when they're first getting out of bed or when they're sitting in a doctor's office kind of bored. Um, okay, so you, and then you want to set up an ongoing email sequence that's on autopilot. So that way you're not having to like scramble and think, oh my God, what am I going to email everyone this week? Um, you just want to set up a few, at least, I would say at least five to six initial emails just to get started. Um, and then you can tweak them later if you want to kind of change what they say or whatever. First, you want to thank them for signing up. Second, you want to give the fool their freebie. They signed up for a reason. Give them their freebie. <laughs> Next, tell them your personal story. So we don't want to get personal all the time. Like we don't want to be like, here's a picture of my dog today for like 30 days in a row because people are like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't care about your dog. Like whatever. But if they are interested in something like, getting a real estate logo from you or you're interested in their um, recipes and maybe eventually you're going to buy their cookbook. They want to know your personal story. They want to know who they're buying from and they want to really be able to connect with you. So share with them. Everyone has a story and everyone has been through something really shitty in their life but hopefully has a, you know a positive outlook on it. I mean for me, like when I tell my personal story in my email sequence, I want people to know, you know, that I'm not perfect and I'm not, I don't have this perfect life. Like my dad took his own life when I was six years old and that really sucked, you know, and it still sucks. But I was really able to like dive into my art. And in a way, I think that my creativity kind of saved me. It was my strength. It gave me strength. Um, and then I kind of talk about, you know, my steps in my career, you know, how I was an art major in school, and then I had my first job um, as a t-shirt designer. I decided I wanted to do graphic design and not um, fine art full-time, so that's what I did, and then, you know, that wasn't really a great fit, so I got my first, or sorry, my second big girl job, I say, my big girl job as a textile designer at a home decor company in Atlanta. And that's when I finally got to kind of say peace out to Spartanburg. Like, I love Spartanburg. It's my home. But, I mean, it, it just wasn't a good fit for me long term in terms of, if I wanted to be a designer, like, I would have um, not been able to progress like I have in a big city like Atlanta. So that was just so, such a better fit for me. And I'm so, I really flourished here in Atlanta. So that's something that I tell my customers. And they love it. Like, I've had people respond and be like, wow, thanks for telling me this, like, and it hopefully makes them want to do business with me because they know that I'm a real person and I have struggles, but I also have successes and we're more alike than we are different. Um, so another idea for an email in your sequence is to share your best resources and tools. So if you use a program like Asana or Trello, you can say how wonderful it is at project management. It helps you plan your blog posts or you know, whatever your projects are in your business, you can talk about that. Um, you can talk about what kind of equipment you use, what books you're reading. Um, if you have some cool business books that you're reading, I read Entrepreneurial You by Dory Clark. Loved it. 
wrote a blog post about it. That's awesome. Um, recently read, or I, I listened to the audiobook, uh, Anna Kendrick's Scrappy Little Nobody. Oh my god, she's freaking hilarious. You guys have to listen to her audiobook. Don't read the book, listen to the audiobook because she is so perfect in it and she's her personality really comes through her voice and with her narrating the whole thing, it's just it's pretty great. So that's another idea for your email list. Just share some cool resources and tools and like things that have inspired you in your business lately. And then um, at the end of your email sequence, you can offer a pay, uh, sorry, a paid product that is relevant to the freebie that they wanted. So like my example of the real estate agents, I'm giving four free real estate logos. But what I can do at the end of my sequence is say, hey, like I also have this paid product that's so much better than the four free logos. So like whenever you're interested, here it is. I hope you'll, you know, buy it at some time, at some point. And then you just want to make sure to remind them of how to find you on social. So I know this whole kind of video is about why email is so much better than social, but that's not to say that social isn't important. You still want to be able to connect with people on social. They want to be able to see your pictures, see, that, again, that you're, it's just another way for them to see that you are a real person, for them to get inspired. It's just another point of contact. So while email is number one, you definitely also want to connect with um, your customers and leads on social, especially if they may be a little hesitant to give you their email address. Maybe that's, you know, the second best thing you can do. Um, so uh, I wanted to also let you know, guys know where to find me in case you ever want to work with me. My website is laurenlesley.com, uh, L-A-U-R-E-N-L-E-S-L-E-Y.com, Lauren Leslie. Leslie is my middle name. Oh, I like the alliteration. That's why I chose it. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, click the link in the show notes to get the link to your email providers. And these are affiliate links, guys, um, but it's, that's great. It's a win-win for you and me because with the affiliate links, I can make a little bit of money but still keep these videos totally free for you guys. So help assist out. <laughs> okay, so if you guys have any other ideas on why you love uh, an email list or if you have any other email host providers you want to recommend or any other ideas for an email sequence, please leave a comment in the notes below. And that way we can all share ideas. That'd be really great. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Click the little button uh, in the right-hand lower corner. And to get notified, click the little bell. So that way you won't miss in the next episode. And if you are on Facebook, you can definitely join our Facebook group. Um, it's called The Design Tribe. So you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash design tribe Lauren Leslie. Um, and I will also be live streaming videos in the Facebook group. So that's a great place to find me. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Design Tribe podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. Here comes the part where I need to ask you for a favor. <laughs> Help a sister out. Next time you're in iTunes, please, please leave a rating and a review. Please? It only takes a few seconds, and it would quite literally make my day. For real, it helps this podcast get found so that other awesome people like you can join the dialogue and connect with each other. 
As a quick reminder, we go live on the webinar version of this podcast. Uh, so to get notifications, head over to laurenlesley.com slash webinar dash series, or check out the Facebook group where we will be streaming on Facebook live as well. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Talk soon.